Blog Talk Radio. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the Hushmo Black Forum. Here we do it bigger, we do it better, we do it longer, and out of necessity, we'll do it louder than anyone out here. So relax. Here's your host, Hushmo Black. Hey y'all, good evening. Good evening, welcome to the High School Black Forum. You got me High School driving this train this evening. Welcome to the show. Got a great show for you. Hey, it's December 20th, 2014, y'all. This pre-Christmas weekend. Hey, Christmas is next Thursday, y'all. This coming Thursday. We uh, slowly... Getting that uh, Christmas spirit. We are slowly getting uh, the Christmas spirit. In spite of all the negative, uh, all the negativity uh, that's that's surrounding us in the country, in the world, there is some good news. There is some good news, y'all. In spite of it all, President. Just uh, normalized diplomatic relations with Cuba after what some 50, over 50 years since I guess 1961 we broke off diplomatic relations with that country. Our next door neighbor, some 90 miles from <laughs> us. I mean, we talk to every country on earth, I believe, except for uh, maybe. North Korea and uh, Cuba. That ended. That ended uh, this week, y'all. Uh, that's that's a great, great uh, accomplishment in my mind on this president. That's a great compliment uh, for this president. I uh, I want to give him some high kudos, as they say, for for uh, doing that on his own. I mean, there's no reason that I could see that we should uh, not be talking to our neighbors some 90 miles away and talk to every other dictator, uh, communist uh, regime on the face of this earth. And you're telling me, <laughs> for some reason, uh, we got an embargo that needs to go, but that somehow is codified into law. Uh, and we have to have the Congress to, uh, to end that, and no doubt. If the president did it, you know uh, there's going to be some out there who's uh, going to be against it. And if it just sooner or later, that thing's going to come tumbling down, you know, that embargo and everything else. But we're going to get an embassy down there, opening up an embassy, uh, relaxing travel uh, restrictions. Still still got uh, some travel restrictions, but it's relaxing. The Hushbo, hey, the Hushbo's looking forward to uh Going to Cuba, Havana. That used to be the spot, y'all. Back in the day when I was a kid <laughs> in the 50s, that was the spot before uh, they had the little uh, Pro Castro took over. Now, that that was a big struggle down there. That was a Civil War type struggle. When uh, Fidel Castro came to power, hey, Batista was. Uh, uh, was dogging people out, yeah. 
<laughs> I'm here to tell you, Batista was dogging people out. Uh, the poor folks down there in Cuba. Of course, Castro came along and uh, didn't make things that much better. Got hooked up with uh, communist Russia, but uh, I don't know. Now, yeah, there's some problems with uh, this present regime down there, the Castros, but Ruol Castro, the brother of Fidel, seemed to me uh, to be a lot more moderate, I guess, in time. They both probably have uh, moderated uh, somewhat. I mean, it just don't make sense for them to uh, not be doing business and we not to be doing business with them uh, 90 miles away. I'm looking forward to uh, when I can the Hushmo's gonna be uh Hushmo's gonna make a trip to Havana the first chance to get you. Uh pick up on some Cuban cigars. We taking Spanish in school too, by the way. <laughs> so we we might the Hushmo might have to go down there as an exchange student. We might have to go down there as an exchange student, yeah. We don't know how it, uh, <laughs> how are we gonna pull it off, but we will be going to Havana before I check out of this place. We will be going to Havana. I thank the president for that once again. Yeah, I think it was a big accomplishment on his part. I guess the other big news, Sony. Sony Pictures pull uh, <laughs> pull a <the> movie, y'all. <laughs> well, you know, y'all know Sony got hacked. There was a movie uh, division of Sony Corporation got hacked uh, last week or so. Uh, A lot of emails got stolen. A lot of private uh, email got stolen. The hackers still uh, claim to uh, have a lot of Sony's uh, information. information And I guess it's blackmailing them, really. They threatened to uh, harm some of their folks and blow up movies and all kind of stuff. They released that picture, the interview, some satire dealing with uh, the assassination of the North Korean uh, president. I don't know if that was a good idea to make a movie like that in the first place. That being said, once you do it, uh, in my mind, in my humble opinion, you can't, uh, you can't have a foreign country blackmailing uh Corporations here in the United States, the president said as much. They should have went on and released the movie. I mean, you can't have. I doubt if uh, North Korea, now North Korea, even contended whether it was them or not. They, I said it wasn't them. Uh, I'm almost sure that uh, if it was them, they wouldn't uh, be crazy enough to blow up a uh, U.S. Uh, a movie theater with people in it. I don't think they'd go there because that's uh, that's an outright act of war. I mean, somebody's going to get uh, annihilated if that happens. I just can't believe that was in the cards. So I, there's still some doubt whether or not North Korea was behind the hacking. I, I guess some doubts about it, but I, who the hell am I? <laughs> I don't have a clue, y'all, who, uh, <laughs> who done it. <laughs> I worked in IT uh, some 40 years. I know it can be done from uh, somebody's basement. <laughs> a, pr- a private citizen's basement can uh, can do it. So, you know, I don't know, y'all. I, that, this president promised to retaliate. 
uh, in kind measure. <laughs> I don't I don't know what that means or where this thing's gonna go, but I don't think uh, we're gonna see nobody blowing movies up over that movie. Movie theaters, rather. I don't think that's gonna happen. Now it happens all the time, anyway. I mean, somebody already done busted in the movie, shot up people here before any movie, uh, and it wasn't because of a subset uh, satiric uh, uh, movie. Uh, it was just some nut who uh, decided to uh, bust into a, a crowded theater and start shooting people. Uh, yeah, so I don't know. That would not that. If I wanted to go see a movie, certainly a threat like that would not prevent me from going to the movies. I, I'm not a movie goer. <laughs> I'm letting you know that right now. I am not a movie goer. I will go to see a movie from time to time. But uh, I don't think we, as a nation, can uh, can stop uh, what we do on a daily basis because of some threat from uh Maybe not even from a foreign country, some threat from a bunch of hackers. We can't allow them to uh, change the way we uh, go about our daily lives. I don't believe so. Hey, y'all, got me the Hushmo. Conducting this train on the Hushmo Black Forum, y'all. Our motto is to do it bigger, to do it better, to do it longer. And not necessarily sometimes we'll do it louder. We've been kind of loud out here for the last last, uh, few months, y'all. It's uh, it's the nature of uh, just the nature of uh, uh, our business. I say we don't like to get loud, but events sometimes dictate how uh, the sh- our the Black Forum is driven. Uh, events and right now, you know, we we're going through this crazy time in our country where. Our community, and we advocate out there, by the way, we advocate on behalf of Americans of African descent, not because we don't love everybody. We do. I want to let you know that right now. We love everybody. Just by extension, we find ourselves advocating for that community. And Lord knows we we need all the advocacy we can get, y'all. But the craziness that's going on now uh, that we've been talking about for the last four or five months uh, but our young young folks getting killed like uh, like animals. Our young folks getting killed by the state. Uh, the police department are part of the state, by the way. That's state. That is the state. That's the law. The law uh, part of the state. They're killing off young folks and old folks too, right? <laughs> but our young folks are just being uh, shut down in the street, though. And we we gotta keep talking about it, keep reeling about it, keep marching about it uh, until uh, something is done about it. We can't let up. That's what we do out here. We we you know speak on social commentary, whatever whatever uh, is affecting our community. We're gonna talk about that here on the National Black Forum, and that is the number one uh, issue right now. Is police. Uh, uh, Police uh, violence. Yeah, well, obviously, we uh, got a lot of black-on-black crime. We got a lot of black-on-black crime that uh, we have to deal with. 
but that black old black, uh, black crab get dealt with in the legal system. Now, if the legal system, if the police themselves are uh, killing our people <laughs> and nothing has been done about it, uh, we can't, we we can't. Uh, there's no justice there. There is no justice there, yeah. So we we've got to we've got to raise our uh, volume up out here on the high school platform to uh, to uh, to rail against it. Yeah, we we can't uh, sit idly by while uh, uh, our uh, young folks, the folks that we depending on carrying on our uh, community. Uh, we can't have them, uh, the state killing them, incarcerating them in jail at a really improportionate uh, number. Uh, that stuff's been going on too long, y'all. That's been going on too long. We've got to uh, put an end to it. We hope to do our little two cents out here on the Hushmore Black Forum by providing the platform for uh, those in our community who are seldom heard. We got a call in number out here on the High School Black Forum, 1-888-588-3814. Again, that's 1-888-588-3814. That's a free number, y'all. If you want to call in and holler at the high school, we don't take many calls out here, but we will. We will take a call or two. Uh, if you got something on your mind and really want to get it off, got a subject uh, you want us to take a look at, as they say. Hey, y'all, we come to you live in a little bit of color from the ATL every Saturday from 7 to 9 on Blog Talk Radio, y'all. We come to you on Blog Talk Radio. It's just a great, great medium for getting your, uh, getting your word out. I recommend it to anybody who uh, has something to say. Go to blog, uh, blogtalkradio.com. And uh, you can get started there. We've been out here on Blog Talk for about five years now. Uh, we uh, have a lot of fun with it. My Facebook friends, how y'all doing? Happy birthday to a couple of you guys out there. Here it is, somebody's birthday, no doubt. Uh, <laughs> uh, Mr. James Montgomery, did I see a birthday? Give him a shout out to Mr. Montgomery, y'all. Uh, happy birthday. From the Hushbow Black Forums. Yeah, y'all, we... Uh, We got a, got a few Christmas things in the mail already. Hey, we 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 getting a few uh, uh, Christmas gifts uh, dribbling in. I, you know, I don't know. We we don't. Do, oh, the husband don't do no Christmas shopping until Christmas Eve. Uh, we do all our shopping on Christmas Eve, y'all. Yeah. Try to wait till the very last minute. Whatever's left is left. Get out there right in the middle of the red race, yeah. That's the way I like to do. Get right in the middle of the red race. 
and do my shopping. We, we ain't got that many gifts to buy this year. We got a couple. We got a couple. We got two left. We got two left. A couple of folks we got to take care of. Y'all want to leave the hush for something you can. We, oh no, we can turn it down. Nothing. That's not I turn it down anything. <laughs> If you, if, now we we <laughs> hey we 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 trade no uh we we trade no uh one for one presence in there y'all we <laughs> but if but if y'all got something to get a husband leave it leave it on our tree. On the Husband Black Forum, go there and check my new book out, Racism and Hate in American Reality. That's our new book. We uh, want to apologize to one of my my cohorts, trying to get us peace out there, a new comedian in town. Uh, we're going to get it on for some kind of way. We tried to run it through our mixer here a couple of shows ago, and it didn't... Uh, for some reason, that thing just didn't come out. We wound up with about a 15-minute uh, a blank uh, blank spot on our show. We we don't know what happened there. We don't know what's going on with that thing. We're going we're going to get it out there. Really want want my audience to hear uh, to hear this talented uh, comedian. Kind of remind me of Cat Williams without uh, not not. Yeah, cat cat's got a lot of uh, a lot of stuff. Really, great great comedian. But uh, we're gonna get it out. What else going on, y'all? Sony pulls the movie. President normalizes relations with Cuba. Wow, what else going on? There's so much going on here, y'all. Uh, president gave a uh, news conference here. The last of the year news conference. He's on his way to Hawaii. He's probably there by now. Yeah, he's flown. You know, the president traveled on his own uh, plane. Air Force One. He's up on that thing. Go uh, <laughs> and go anywhere in the world. Uh, so yeah, he, he's probably in Hawaii by now. Him and his family, they go there every year for a Christmas vacation. Oh, the world keep turning just because the president not in Washington. President, president, wherever he goes. <laughs> he travels on the Air Force War. <laughs> they call that thing Air Force War for a reason. That thing's a mini White House, yeah. He got a security uh, advisors and his whole, a lot of his, uh, a lot of the folks that uh, support that White House is with him on that thing. A lot of them love to go to Hawaii <laughs> for Christmas. A lot of the news uh, uh, people go there to uh, he'll make statements from day to day from Hawaii while while he's on vacation. But yeah, you, you president three hundred sixty five days a year, y'all twenty four seven. Hey, twenty four seven that job is that ain't no. Eight to nine, uh, nine to five job. That ain't no nine to five job, y'all. That's a twenty-four-seven type thing. Now three sixty-five. <laughs> hey, <laughs> that's just the nature of the beast, y'all. 
yesterday to that day. That's about 20 minutes after 7, yeah, in the ATL. Beautiful, beautiful uh, weekend here so far. It's Saturday. I mean, we still got some more of the weekend to go, y'all. But uh, so far, it's been so cloudy this morning, but that thing blew over and uh, turned out to be a a nice thing here in Atlanta. Now, we, a lot of folks is on that trip to uh, New Orleans. A lot of a lot of folks from ATL is on their way to New Orleans, y'all. Huh? I wish the Hushmore was with them, but we can uh, we can pull it off. But they going out there to cheer on the Falcons. And the Hushmore should have went there because last time we were in New Orleans for a Falcons game, we beat the Saints. <laughs> that was about seven years ago. I think the last time we went down there uh, with the Falcons, but. Uh, we beat the uh, the Saints down there that year, and I I got a feeling that we're gonna go down there and uh, beat up on them again. I got a feeling we're gonna go down there and beat up on them Saints, y'all. By this time tomorrow, we'll know. <laughs> we'll know. I think we're gonna go down there and take care of business, y'all. All we gotta win. Uh, all we gotta do is win the next two games. We're in the playoffs at seven and nine, y'all. <laughs> we'll be in the playoffs at seven and nine. Ain't that something? <laughs> we will be in the playoffs at seven and nine. Wow! Can you imagine that? <laughs> playoffs at seven and nine. Hey, it's a crazy league, y'all. <laughs> it ain't the Falcons. Hey, we just played who on the schedule, y'all. <laughs> but it's going to be some teams with nine, ten wins may not make the playoffs. <laughs> hey, I'm here to tell you, that's the way that thing set up. <clears throat> we went out of vision. We, we automatically go to the playoffs and host somebody. <laughs> we might host a team with a better record. Yeah, that thing might shake out like that, y'all. We don't know how that's going to shake out. There's some great games coming up, though. Some great college games coming up. I don't like that college playoff thing, but there is some great, great uh, uh, Alabama and Ohio State and Florida State and Oregon. (laughs) Those are going to be two good games, y'all. They playing for the, the title game. That's still a guessing game. It come down to four teams. One of those four teams is going to be the national champion. That's still somebody uh, putting their two cents worth in there. I don't know how that, you know. <laughs> that's still somebody's putting their two cents in there uh, uh, to determine determining who is the, is the uh, best team. I mean, out of those four, they playing it all. The playoff among four teams. I mean, but what about the other? Uh, how many teams going as in one A football? I think college. A couple of hundred anyway. Hundreds. A couple of hundreds anyway. Play Division One football. I, I don't know. I mean, it was quite a few. That's that narrowed down to four teams. Only four teams got a chance to win the national championship. That's Alabama, Florida State. 
Oregon and Ohio State now. Florida State. <laughs> Florida State, somebody got them ranked three or something. I don't know how that ever happened. <clears throat> they lost a game in two years. <laughs> they 26-0 and 0 over the last two years, and somehow they got them ranked number three. That's crazy to me. But uh, they are in the uh, playoffs. They got a chance to do it all over again. Um, they got what's in my mind the best football player in college, and, and uh, one Mr. Jameis Winston. I think that guy's the best football player in the country now. Uh, oh yeah, he got some, some issues off the field, but I mean he's a young boy. He got some issues off the field. I mean, <laughs> we all got issues. That's no got issues. We all we all got issues. Uh, but uh, and then the Heisman uh, Trophy winner this year, <clears throat> he uh, played for Oregon. So you're gonna have the two uh, Heisman Trophy winners from the last from this year and last year. Jameis uh, Winston, of course, he won it last year uh, as a freshman. And then uh, you got uh, you got uh, the quarterback from uh, Oregon. He won it this year. A Hawaiian, first time a guy from Hawaii ever won the Heisman. This guy's dangerous. Huh? This guy can play now. They're gonna be on the field together, so you have a pretty good idea of who's who. Uh, both are pretty tough now. This boy's tough, but uh, in my mind, this boy Jameis. Jamie uh, Winston, Jameis Winston, he ain't lost a game since he's been in college. <laughs> he ain't lost a game he ever started for Florida State over two years. That That's a pretty impressive record, y'all. <laughs> that's a pretty impressive record. You talking about somebody ain't lost a game <laughs> in, in two years? I mean, they had some close calls. But I mean, that, you know that that ain't that close 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 don't count as nothing but horseshoes, y'all. When you was well, one of the things counts then. <laughs> it's a horseshoe. But uh, in football, uh, you can win by one point. You can you can win by one point. That's a win. This boy lost the game and since he since he uh, suited up <clears throat> for the Seminoles down there, he lost the game. So I, you know how he won the high school last year. And they lost the game this they lose the game last year. A lost one this year. You know, that that gotta count for something, you know. That's got to count for something. We talking a little sports, y'all, this Christmas. Hey, what you what what you expect this Christmas is? Oh yeah, we got that Christmas uh we got that Christmas spirit. We got the Christmas spirit, y'all. Uh, slowly. We ain't all. We ain't got it all the way now. Come on, husband, <laughs> stop it. <laughs> we slowly get that Christmas spirit, though, y'all. Uh, it's about uh, wow, twenty-eight minutes after the hour of seven, y'all. We're gonna take a quick pause for the calls here. We'll be right back, y'all. Hang in there. You got me in the hush, mo. Advocating on your behalf, you're listening to the Hushmo Black Forum. Tell your friends about us, Saturdays, 7 p.m. to 10 p.m., right here 
in cyberspace.
Hey, uh, welcome back. Welcome back, yeah. We, uh, trying to get in that Christmas spirit, y'all. It's coming. It's coming slowly but surely. We're going to get in that Christmas spirit before we get up out of here tonight. Y'all got to make it happen out there. Y'all going to make it happen? <laughs> hey, Facebook friends, y'all going to make it happen? Hey, we're going to make this thing happen tonight, y'all. Yeah, we, uh, don't do nothing else. We're going to make it happen. We're going to make that thing happen, y'all. I still got to get the uh, Christmas food. Hey. Hang on the I'm gonna get to know you This Christmas And as we train the tree How much fun it's gonna be together This Christmas Fireflies blazing bright We're caroling through the night And this Christmas Hey, 
Yeah, if Dunn if can't get you in the Christmas spirit, K. Nothing can't hurt you. Know? Mm-hmm. Tracks 
Santa Claus coming down from the North Pole, you know, in his sleigh. The reindeers is flying some kind of way out of that reindeer sleigh, you Anybody? Anybody know? I don't know how they fly. They say they fly pulling that sled. Was it a sleigh or a sled? That's one in the same. Oh, I don't know now. <laughs> no, you got the hospital way out there now trying to. You got me way out there now, y'all. I don't know the difference between a sleigh and a sled. Oh, sleigh, uh, somebody said sleigh is pulled by reindeer. A sleigh to ride on yourself. Okay, I'll I buy that. I'll buy that. I don't care. <laughs> I, uh, I ain't the expert, y'all. On slaves and sleds. I am not the expert. Boy, I don't know. I, I, I'm starting to worry about my baseball team here in the Atlanta, the Braves. They trading away everybody. They just traded Justin Upton this weekend. They traded, uh, traded Jason Haywood. That's two thirds of the outfield gone. I don't, I don't see who they got to replace them with. Y'all. I don't see a replacement for those two boys that we got in pocket. We now nah, we might get somebody. <laughs> we might somebody might come along, but. I don't see any body replacing those two boys right there. Not next year. Now, you know how that stuff goes. Anything can happen on the field. Anything might happen on the field. But I don't see nobody replacing those two outfielders. Not next year. Those guys was good. Those guys was good. Jason, all around, maybe one of the best players in the game. Maybe one of the best players in the game. I'm glad to see him go to St. Louis because I don't think uh, this manager, that the Braves guy, <clears throat> knew what to do with it. This manager didn't have a clue how to uh, didn't have a clue how to uh, play the guy. He didn't have a clue how to play that guy. One of the best talents in the game, and uh, he couldn't figure out uh, what to do with it. <clears throat> He's in a much better. Jason Hayward's in a much better place over there uh, with uh, the St. Louis Cardinals. Oh yeah, he's in a much better place. Of course, with uh, Christmas approaching, y'all, so is the new year. So is twenty fifteen. Twenty fifteen is right on us. I'm looking forward to a new year. Twenty fourteen is kind of. Kind of, kind of uh, up and down year for the Hushma. We, we don't have too many downs, years or days. Not at my age. Uh, I don't have no real <laughs> long stretches of down uh, up or anything. Not, not as far as uh, uh, my outlook on life. I'm pretty even keel, as they say. And But 2014, just from a... Uh, just from uh, uh, the mood in the country, I, I, just from the mood in the country, uh, this has been a real, a real crazy, crazy uh, a year. 2014. I'm glad to put it behind us. 
had all kinds of crazy, crazy uh, things going on in the country. Uh, several outrageous things. Uh, the Ferguson killing, uh, new, the boy up in New York getting strangled to death. Uh, 12-year-old in Cleveland gets shot. Another guy in Walmart in Ohio gets killed. Uh, just craziness. Trayvon Martin murderer walks. You know, you know I, I'm, I'm glad to put this year behind us, and I just thank God that uh, uh, we're still here. We're still here to see uh, this new year come in. Uh, and pray to him that uh, next year uh, will be uh, a better year. I'm, I'm, I'm optimistic that it will be. I'm optimistic that uh, next year will be a better year in the country, in the world. What day the hospital starting school, y'all? I suppose get back into school at 70. We'll be damned at 70 years old by the time I start, January 12th. My birthday will be two weeks from that, February the 4th. We'll be 70 years old going to school. Oh, <laughs> uh, we we going to major in black history, y'all. That's what we're taking up. We 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 uh we worked in IT now. We we worked in IT all our lives, so we but we gonna switch that thing and get into some uh we're gonna get into some black history. Uh we've always been interested in uh my my people's history. Yeah, we've always been interested in my people's history, so uh, we done wrote a couple of books dealing with my family's history here in Georgia. And uh, we're going to, when we get back in school, when we get in school, we're going to try to trace that history a little further. We're going to try to go from Georgia to uh, Nigeria. Nigeria is where my uh, father's people are from. His DNA, my DNA, go back to the Yoruba, Yoruba, the Yoruba people there in Nigeria, one of the largest, uh, one of the largest groups of people there in Nigeria, the Yoruba, the people, and uh, just got a fascinating history. I've been delving into it uh, over the last few years, just briefly, but. Now that I'm getting back in school, I'm going to concentrate on it uh, pretty heavily for the next, I don't know, two, three years and see how far I can get back uh, into my family's history and into the uh, history of those people there in Nigeria. We're looking forward to that. Uh, I'm excited to be getting back to school. No doubt I'll be the oldest something in the class. <laughs> Uh, I can hear it all now. Pops, how you doing? Old school. What's up? We ain't gonna let that bother us, y'all. We ain't gonna be distracted by them young jitterbugs up there. <laughs> We're not gonna let them distract us. Uh, so uh, yeah, 2015 is gonna be exciting. 
for us, hopefully for the country. The economy, the president talked about the economy, y'all. Economy is on the rise, y'all. This economy is on the rise. This president done did a hell of a job, y'all. This president has done a hell of a job since he took office six years ago in the midst of two wars, a financial collapse, Detroit collapsed, the banking system collapsed. The president done did a hell of a job, y'all. We came a long, long way. This country has came a long, long way, y'all. Since January 2009, I want anybody to make a uh, uh, to <laughs> stand up and say that this country hasn't came a long, long way from where we were in January of 2009, when we were losing 500,000 jobs a month. We were losing 500,000 jobs a month when this guy took office, y'all. By any metric <laughs> that you want to use, this guy's done a great, great job. In the two wars, by the way, this guy's done a great, a great job, y'all. This guy's to be commended. This president is to be commended. No matter uh, the noise that you hear to the contrary, y'all. This guy has done a great, great job. I've been following politics for 60 years. I put this guy, a uh, presidency up there with any of them, yeah. With any of them that I've seen, from Truman to Obama, <laughs> Obama is right there on the top, yeah. He's right there. With, he, oh, yeah, he done does more than all of them, really. If you uh, just put his record up there, you put his record up there, I put his record up there against any of them. And we'll uh, check out some hash marks. <laughs> we'll uh, we'll establish some criteria and mark it off, y'all. We'll mark it off. We just hope that... Uh, the nation is is grateful for the work that this guy has done. Well, you know, a percentage of the population is not going to uh, give the guy credit for whatever he does. A percentage of them just not going to give him credit. And that percentage um, mainly is not going to give him credit for anything because of uh, his color. Yeah, that's, that's just a fact. Yeah, today in 2014, you still got races up there. Oh, when it's bad as when I was born, 1945. 1945, according to Dr. Gunnar Murdahl, who did a study on uh, the effects of uh, the Americans of Africa that said on uh, on the society, he concluded back then in 1945 that some 85% of Americans of European descent had a racial bias against Americans of African descent. Racist. 85% of them had a racial bias 
Now that now that obviously that things got a lot better, y'all. Since nineteen forty five, since the high school came in this work, things got a lot better. Today. That number's down, y'all, from eighty five percent to about thirty percent. Hey, thirty percent of Americans of European descent don't like the president just because of his color. That's seventy or eighty million people, y'all. Even still today. Still today. <laughs> Cut across the political spectrum. Cut across the geographic uh 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 geographics of the uh country, north, south, west, east. That's seventy million people cut across the political spectrum. Democrats, uh, Republicans, that's thirty percent don't like this president because of his color. Period. That's that's a big number, y'all. That's a big, big number, y'all. That's a big number. And it's hurting everything uh, that the president does, that the country's trying to get done. You got a block of folks up there in that Congress refuse to work with this president just because of his color. That's just a fact, y'all. You can't whitewash it. You can't sugarcoat it. Where you going to sugarcoat it? That's just a fact. It's a fact. Now, the next Democratic president, whoever that person is, whoever run on a Democratic ticket next time in 2016, they can't run away from the president. The president got too damn good of a record to run away from. What you going to run to? A health care law that has uh, got 10 million uh, people on, on, uh, signed up this year, a normalized relation with our neighbor to the south some 90 miles away, uh, two wars ended. The country hasn't been attacked in eight years. What the hell are you going to run away from and how are you gonna, where are you going to run to? The next Democratic uh, candidate I'm talking about. Even the Republicans, they ain't got nowhere to run to either. They can't, what are they going to run on? What are they going to run to change what? About the... <laughs> Uh, the lowest unemployment in uh, 50 years or whatever. The, what are you going to run on? What are you going to run to that's going to improve uh, uh, the country? Uh, not one thing. Uh, this guy's done did a great job. Yeah. You can't, uh, <laughs> we ain't sure he's going to, I suppose out here going to call it like you see it. Yeah. And we done followed all the presidents since Truman. We done followed this thing since Truman, yeah. <laughs> yeah. In our view, our, our, from what we can see, this guy's done done a better job than any of them. Truman is my next favorite president, by the way. Yeah, Truman did a great uh, uh, the military on uh, 1948 with an executive uh, order. Uh, executive order. He integrated the whole military, y'all. Uh, it had a profound effect, y'all, on on uh, uh, race relations in the society. Oh, absolutely. When he integrated the military in 1948 with an executive order, that had a cascading effect on uh, what was going on in the society. Because at that time, the NAACP led by uh, Charles Hamilton Houston and Thurgood Marshall uh, was fighting against uh, uh, a Plessy. They was fighting to overthrow Plessy and got that accomplished. and some six years later, 1954, because uh, it had a lot to do with integrating that uh, military. Uh, 
had a lot to do with it. it had a profound effect on the attitudes of uh, white America. You know? Yeah, when he integrated that uh, military in 1948, that had a profound effect on the rest of the society. Absolutely. We, uh, Hmm. Hey, uh, it's about uh, 8 o'clock. That's about three minutes still. We're going to take another quick pause for the calls. Uh, see if we can, but we ain't paying no bills, but we're going to take a break anyway. <laughs> we'll be back right after the turn, y'all. Y'all hanging out. You got to be in the hush room. Advocating on your behalf, you're listening to the Hushmo Black Forum. Tell your friends about us. Saturdays. 7 p.m. to 10 p.m. Right here in cyberspace.
Let somebody else watch. What's going on, my friend? Hey, Lionel, you know, I saw your call come in the other day, but I was uh, at my during the NA meeting when it came in, and I've been able to get back to you. I'm on my show now. I'm on break, uh, but I'm going to try to get you that. Hushmoblack.com. Hushmo, H-U-S-H. M O H U S H M O B L A C K dot com. Hushboblack dot com. It's the Hushbo Black Forum. You can go there and go to my Facebook page. You can follow me. Just click, we can go to hushmoblack dot com. You go see a, a, a little thing up there in the right hand corner where you can go right to my uh, 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 Facebook page. Just click on that, you can, it'll throw you automatically to it. Okay, yeah, but I'm I'm on my show right now, so I, uh, Oh, man. Oh, is that right? On your behalf, you're listening to the Hushmo Black Wow. Tell your friends about us. Saturdays, 7 p.m. to 10 p.m. Right here in cyberspace. Wow. This is in Illinois. Yeah, that sound that sounds kinda of treacherous there. Hey, 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 let me get back let me let me get back on the air, man. Go to hushmoblack.com. All right, bye.
Hey, uh, welcome back. Welcome back to the Hustle Black Forum. Got me the Hustle Drive this train this evening. We're a little late on the break. Uh, we have to uh, take your little business off off the air. We uh, we back. Hey, we got a call in number, y'all. One eight 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 five eight eight three eight one four. That's a free number, y'all. Y'all call in. We don't take many calls out here, but we will. We ain't scared, as they say. So we'll take a call or two. One eight 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 five eight eight three eight one four. We advocate for social justice out here on the High School Black Forum, y'all. On behalf of Americans of African descent. Not because we don't love everybody, we do. We love everybody. Just by extension. We find ourselves advocating for that uh, community. The Lord knows. Lord knows we need our advocacy. We can get it, y'all. Not a lot of things going on in the world, but really, in this country, uh, the president came on and gave his year-end uh, his year-end uh, news conference yesterday. I think that's been almost an hour, y'all. President came on and answered questions for almost an hour. One of the funny things about that thing, <laughs> of the, I think he called on some eight reporters there to get their questions all over females. <laughs> Everybody picked up on that. Afterwards, all over females, not a man got in anywhere. Ed had a great news conference. Oh, yeah, you got some, you got some sharp ladies right there, reporters. Workers working for a different news outlet. He called on eight ladies. Oh, <laughs> last one was a black one. <laughs> hey, you know about somebody being teed off. Some of the, <laughs> some of the male chauvinists <laughs> were not too happy, y'all. Were not too happy. The president seemed like he was in a uh, good frame of mind, too. <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. He's in the full court of, uh, uh, of this game called life. <laughs> the president said he's in the full court of his uh, administration. He got two more years left, and he he gonna uh, go out in a blaze. They talking about this guy is no longer relevant. <laughs> he's some kind of lame duck. <laughs> the president, the president, uh, the president uh, is gonna prove some of them wrong on that front. The president gonna prove some of them jokers wrong on that front, y'all. Lame duck. <laughs> Shoot, this president that got more done in the last two months and some of them jokers be in there four uh, four years. <laughs> Don't get done. <laughs> he done did more he done, done more in the last two months than some presidents uh, uh done in four years, y'all. And the Congress ain't did nothing in uh, six years. That Congress we got. Uh that uh, uh, since 2010, that Congress we got up there has done absolutely nothing. <laughs> that Congress under John Boehner, that House of Representatives under John Boehner, has done absolutely nothing. Name one law, one thing they have done, absolutely nothing, and people put it back in there this year. <laughs> I don't know why. I don't know what the American people are expecting out of a do-nothing uh, Congress. 
Apparently, they want them to do nothing. I mean, only a third of the voters went out to even care about getting out to the vote, y'all. Less than a third of the voters cared anything about getting out there to participate in this political process here. This last election, less than a third of the people voted. And uh, they can't call, uh, they can't be uh, trying to uh, claim some mandate. Mandate my, come on, let's go watch it. You can't have no mandate with a third of the people uh, um, uh, <laughs> voting and two-thirds of the people uh, staying home. Yeah. <laughs> uh-uh, two-thirds of the folks didn't even bother about dealing with that uh, junk. Oh, yeah, the Republicans control both House and the Senate now. They ain't going to do that one thing. They, they don't have a platform. They don't have any kind of ideas for the nation. To pull. Hey, the president now did everything. Nations are uh, on sound footing. The economy, the wars is ended. What are the Republicans going to do? Oh, sue the president? You going to sue the president for what? Straightening out the economy? Adding 10 million people to the health? Uh, 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 adding 10 million people to health care? Uh, what? what? What are you suing the president for? Oh no! Yeah, you got to do. You got to govern the Republicans. And people going to quickly see in these next two years that Republicans uh, don't have a clue how to govern. You know, that's their problem. <laughs> they don't have a clue how to govern. You got people like Marco Rubio, uh, Ted Cruz, uh, Rand Paul. Uh, <laughs> uh, come on, y'all. <laughs> Come on, y'all. That's that's you know the country. That's why two thirds of the electorate didn't go to the polls, y'all. That's why two thirds of the electorate didn't bother to go to the polls. They already got a president. <laughs> the rest of them rascals they weren't even going to the polls for. We got the greatest president that I've had in my lifetime. The greatest president that I've had in my lifetime since I've been following politics. Now, obviously, uh, FDR was president when I was uh, born, but hell, he died two <laughs> two months after I uh, was born. FDR did. He's a great, great president. Now. I ain't discounting FDR. Truman. Truman was a hell of a president. This guy, his body of work, the body of work of this president, <laughs> when history looked back on this guy, <laughs> this guy's going to have a hell of a body of work. Uh, he's going to have a hell of a body of work when history looked back and uh, uh, critique, critique the job that he did in the eight years that he held that office. That's a tough job, y'all. That's a tough job in the world. President of the United States, toughest job in the world, y'all. Bar none. Yeah, that's that's the husband's opinion. What else going on, y'all? Oh, it's time for uh, 
time for uh, the high school uh, to get the sports in. Hey, the Hawks, Leonard Hawks, yeah. It's quiet as a cat. Leonard Hawks might be the, the team to beat in the East, yeah. The Atlanta Hawks may be the team to beat in the East. Yeah. Hey, we went up there and beat the King James and the Cavaliers the other night. Then beat Chicago the same week. A week. They supposed to be the two toughest things out there. We went up there and disposed of both of them jokers in the same week. I like the coaching. I like uh, the discipline the Hawks are playing with. They got a disciplined team there, and I like that in a basketball team. You've got to have some discipline, especially when you ain't got all the talent. You ain't got all the talent. You need, you've got to have a, a lot of discipline. That's the secret to uh, San Antonio uh, Spurs. They ain't got all the uh, talent in the world. Well, of course, they got Tim Duncan and uh, Parker, Tony Parker, but besides those two guys, they ain't got no real, real superstars. Yeah, Tim Duck is old, but still, they are a disciplined uh, uh, group of uh, players out there. The coast, the co- that's, that comes from the coast. And this coach that we got here at the Hawks, he came from uh, uh, San Antonio. He was assistant coach out there for five years. And he got the same mindset as uh, their coach out there. And he was instilling that style of play with the Atlanta Hawks. And, and you can see the difference. You can see that the Hawks ain't got all the talent in the world. They ain't got no real super, superstar not on this team. But we might be the best thing in the East, yeah? We might be the best team in the East, team-wise, right now. But what I can see, I mean, we <laughs> we certainly beating everybody. What kind of record we got here? Let's check, let's check this thing out here. We, we ain't just talking. Hey, that's why he's just talking and be talking. Let's see where we at here, because I, you know, <laughs> I want to, <laughs> what I say, I don't want to just be out here <laughs> pumping up the Hawks. But the Hawks are uh, maybe the best team in the East, huh? right now. I don't know. It's Cleveland, they, Cleveland got some talent. I mean, anybody got LeBron's names on it's going to be dangerous. Huh? Anybody's got LeBron James uh, is a dangerous team. We Boston, I gave up on Rondo. Then I shipped him out. Shipped him to Dallas. So they, they are out of the East. They shipped him out. Ah, so, uh, you know, <laughs> hey, I put the Hawks up there with anyone. I'll put the Hawks up there with anyone, y'all. Yeah. I don't know what, what's the record is. Let's let, let's just let's just check this thing out here, y'all. Yeah. Let's just check this thing out. Standing, we'll see where we at. I don't even know where we at. Eastern Conference. Hawks eighteen and seven. <laughs> we eighteen and seven, y'all. Yeah. Washington nineteen and six. Toronto is twenty one and six. Cleveland fifteen and ten. Oh, <laughs> Kings fifteen and ten, y'all. 
Yeah, we're the third best team in the as if they ain't in it right now. We got the third best record in in the East Eastern Conference. Miami is twelve and fifteen. Miami is playing below five hundred ball yeah, without the king. Uh yeah, oh yeah. We eighteen and seven yeah. And that ain't no fluke. That ain't no fluke, yeah. <laughs> oh no. That's not a fluke. So we got a better record than uh let's see, let's look up top here. We got uh, the fifth better record in the game. One, two, three, four, five, six. Six teams got a better record than us in the whole whole league. That's how good the Hawks are, yeah. That's how good the Hawks are. That's how good the Hawks are. Wow, we got a better record than the San, uh, San Antonio Spurs. Huh? Hey, we uh, we no joke, yo. The Hawks are no joke. I haven't tuned into uh, uh, the college game yet. I haven't tuned into the college uh, uh, uh Basketball this year. We're just getting started. Well, no, they've been playing for a pretty good while, but we really have not tuned into the college uh, game this year. So I don't know. And I, I used to be a big, big uh, fan of college basketball. Still, I'm still a fan. I'm a, I'm a sports addict. So you know, I like all the all the sports, but for some reason, some reason over the last, I don't know, last seven years since I retired. I retired back in 2007. Haven't had, uh, eh, I don't know, time or is it time? I don't know if it's so much time. But uh, we kind of got away from uh, kind of got away from college basketball. We used to follow it religiously. I mean, I, I could tell you, you know, the best teams, the best players, and the whole works. Okay, college basketball is about nine games old. Most of the teams I've played about nine or ten games. Louisville is just be Western Kentucky here. Let's see. Uh, I'm just scanning through trying to see who's who. Uh, Kentucky, Kentucky, they number one. I see they just put up 83 points on UCLA to their 44. Indiana, 82 to 73 over Butler, which I don't know, Butler's ranked 23rd. I don't know where Indiana's at, but you don't even got them ranked. Wow. North Carolina, 82-74 over uh, Ohio State. Notre Dame, 94-63 over uh, Purdue. Uh... Wow, but yeah, see, uh, Kentucky is number one. I don't know who. Let's see if we've got any standings here. I don't know. Top 25. This thing says it's top 25. Well, who is the top 25? Let's see where the standings are at. Hmm. Who's, who's who? George Mason, Harlton, Sawinner, 
Um, well, my team is Georgia Tech. Oh, yeah, my team is Georgia Tech when it comes to basketball. Now, I just, well, quite naturally, I'm from the ATL. <laughs> I'm going to have a little bias here, y'all. But Tech, Tech normally have a, a real good basketball team, you know. They, they normally have a competitive uh, basketball team. Mm. Uh, I don't know where. I don't know what they're doing this year. Georgia Tech, 65 to 60 over Vanderbilt. So, yeah, we, <laughs> we're Vanderbilt. Now, come on. Hey, I don't know what kind of, I don't know what, you know, what kind of watermark that, <laughs> that is we beat. The Commodores, the Vanderbilt, but oh, Vanderbilt seven and three. Tech is eight and two. Georgia Tech is eight and two. So yeah, we we they they playing that ACC, y'all. That that's the toughest basketball conference out there. That's what it used to be with North Carolina and Duke, NC State. Oh yeah, the ACC is tougher basketball now. Florida, no, not Florida State. Florida State not much of a basketball power yet, but. Yeah, got ACC with the uh, with that uh, tobacco road. You got the Wake Forest, you got North Carolina, you got Duke, Tech. Got some, you got some tough boys in that ACC, y'all. Georgia Tech's holding his own, eight and two. The Yellow Jackets. Yeah, and you got a heck of a football team too. We're going to see uh, who they play in the, they play uh, the Yellow Jackets. Who they play in the bowl game? They got a great bowl game coming up against, uh, who's it, Arizona State? Uh, one of those high-powered offenses, right? Uh, they don't know Tech got a heck of an offense, too. And foot, there's a football in there, y'all. We jumping all over the place here. We jumping all over the place. But, uh, yeah, Tech is uh, – Tech got a football and a basketball program, y'all. It's hard to get in that school. They can't recruit. <laughs> they can't recruit. It's hard to recruit that tech. I mean, you know, uh, the academics is kind of – academics is pretty high. The academics is pretty high. They ought to know that I mean you should be able to go out and get some quality players still, no matter what the academics are. But uh, we don't know. Uh, two NYPD officers assassinated. Suspect dead. Two New York police officers were shot and killed. Amber style stared as they sat in their patrol car in Brooklyn. Wow. Hey. Suspect is dead. They killed the suspect. But wow, that's tough, you Hey. Check that story out, y'all. Let this hit the news 
two policemen's ambushed in Brooklyn. That'll be dominating the news for the next few days. Thing serious, huh? New fish discovered in the deepest place. What kind of fish is this, and where is it located? That yeah, somewhere in the deep. Re-entry from spaceship. This is a new Orion spaceship. Yeah, I'm fascinated by uh, by space. Yeah, I, I would love to have been an astronaut. I would love to have been an astronaut. Yeah. Uh, 
But when it first hit the atmosphere, it said it was traveling at like 20,000 miles an hour and uh, generating uh, temperatures up to 2,000 degrees Fahrenheit. And uh, they had a set of gauges inside to monitor the temperature uh, of that thing to make sure uh, that it would be safe for uh, people inside that thing. Hell, they'll cook <laughs> at that degrees if that if temperature got inside of that thing some kind of way. But apparently, it was a, a success. And the humans are going to be able to be shielded from uh, the tremendous heat that's uh, being built up outside uh, as they re-enter the Earth's atmosphere. That thing uh, is amazing. You know, they have a they have a uh, a set of parachutes to slow that thing down once it gets to the atmosphere. That thing is still, you know, I think they got like eleven different parachutes that uh, open up at various times there to slow that thing down. <laughs> you know, especially down in the ocean now. But that slows it down from uh, the 20,000 miles an hour that we're talking about to when it splashed down, uh, when the last set of parachutes opened up, that slows that thing down all the way to 20 miles an hour, yeah. <laughs> from 2,000 miles an hour to 20 miles an hour uh, uh, at the uh, impact in, uh, in the water. Now, that's, that's quite an engineering feat, yeah. That is quite an engineering feat. I'm just amazed at uh, uh, the technology that went into this thing. Yeah, it take, it take quite a bit of technology to get a, to get humans in the space, you know, even up to the space station. The space station is like 240 miles above Earth in a, you know, a continuous orbit around the Earth. But I that thing get up to around 240 miles or something like that. I mean, it's yeah, floating up there in space, but. That third Orion, they shot that thing out 3,000 miles. Yeah. <laughs> and they thought that's the vehicle that's going to be going to the moon and Mars, carrying a human. That space travel is an exciting uh, adventure for me. I, I'm an addict. I love to uh, follow it. I always have, uh, like, uh, uh, the space program, even from, I guess, JFK Kennedy got me hooked on that. Back in the day, I was a young boy, and he and I, when he uh, vowed to uh, send somebody to the moon, indeed, indeed. I've been fascinated with space travel since then, Sister Sputnik. <laughs> Sister Sputnik, really, I've been fascinated with the uh, with space. Yeah, well, thanks. Hey, there's a guy ambushed and killed two cops sitting in police cars before committing suicide. Wow, that guy committed suicide too, y'all. Who in the world? Hey, this stuff is, uh, Got to get a better uh, a better dialogue going with the uh, with the police in the community. There has to be a better dialogue here, y'all, because we some of the craziness has been coming out of the, some of these uh, policemen unions and craziness. This one fool talking about uh, 
the 12-year-old in Cleveland didn't do what the police ordered him to do. And they had a right to kill him. Now, and it's all on film. Within two seconds of arriving at the scene, they opened up fire and killed this guy, this 12-year-old. And somehow this union chief uh, viewed that as uh, uh, correct policing. Come on, y'all. We've got to have a better conversation with uh, law enforcement. With uh, everybody, have to uh, <laughs> take a hard look at what's going on here with our uh, law enforcement. I mean, I got a great deal of respect for policemen. They do a hell of a job, a dangerous job, protecting the, uh, the community. But obviously, something has uh, gone awry. And that whole that whole uh, that whole environment uh, between uh, the police and the community, we have to uh, take another look at it. You know, we have to take another look at it. Something is seriously wrong with it. Something is not uh, clicking right now. And. Uh, we starting to have that conversation, y'all, because this thing get out of out of out of control. I mean, we got uh, 300 million people, citizens out there, a handful of policemen talking about uh, uh, protecting the community and not uh, communicating with them. You got to communicate with the uh, uh, community uh, when there's so many of them. And now they got uh, a damn near billion guns in the streets and uh, somehow the NRA has uh, got the foot on the, uh, the Republicans throat in Congress and we're not uh, exercising any kind of uh, gun uh, system of gun laws or enacting any kind of system of gun laws you know? and uh, you wonder why all uh, the gun violence you got a billion guns in the streets. Come on, yeah. Do it make sense? You think gun violence is going to be on a decrease the more you uh, uh, put the more guns you put in the hands of ordinary citizens? You think that's going to uh, lower a gun violence? <laughs> it, it makes no sense. It, it makes no sense, you That don't add up. But yet the NRA <laughs> uh, is talking about some Second Amendment rights. You know, Second Amendment rights give uh, those citizens the right to carry uh, 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 assault rifles and weapons. Yeah, no, Second Amendment don't do that. Uh-uh. Come on. Hey, I don't know, y'all. We're going to pray about it. That's what we going to do. That's what's going to pray about it. We're going to pray about this thing, y'all. Because it's going to take some prayer. It's going to take a higher power, y'all, to, uh, to get some of this stuff cleaned up. Man is going to do it. Man, man is not capable of doing it. That's what happened back in the Civil War, y'all. That institution of slavery, how that thing got resolved, that thing didn't get resolved because of a man, Abraham Lincoln, or 
Jefferson Davis or Robert E. Lee, they didn't bring about the end of that uh, institution, y'all. They didn't bring about the end of that institution of slavery. Man didn't do it. Man was incapable of doing it. Man was incapable of uh, ending that institution of slavery here in this country. Uh, that took a higher power to do that. That took a higher power. That took the prayer, uh, prayers of some five million uh, enslaved to break that thing down. Yeah. Hey. Y'all don't know. Hey, you got me the hush mode, y'all. Driving this, uh, driving this train tonight on the hush mode platform. Welcome to the show. Our motto is to do it bigger, to do it better, to do it longer. And out of necessity, sometimes we'll do it louder than anybody out here on Blog Talk. Yeah? We don't we don't like to get loud. We like to try to keep everything on the even keel. Uh, circumstance dictate from time to time that we crank the volume up. Circumstance dictate from time to time that we do crank this volume up. Uh, we... Uh, We talk about uh, things that affect our community out here, provide social commentary on social issues uh, that affect America's accuracy. Not because we don't love everybody, we love everybody. We just, uh, by extension, happen to be a part of that community. And no one knows, need all the advocacy we can get. We got the highest unemployment. In the nation, we have the lowest uh, economic standard of living in the nation, uh, and we've been here longer than anybody else. <laughs> we we've been here you know, longer than anybody else in this country. Uh, we've been here since sixteen nineteen. family, my family, have <laughs> been right here in the state of Georgia, y'all, before this place was a state. Before Georgia was even a state, or was colony. But my people has been right here in the state of Georgia before the Constitution, before the Revolutionary War, yeah. before that thing was fought, my people was here. <laughs> hey, we're not immigrants, not to the United States of America. If you go by strictly uh, the term terminology, we're not immigrants to the United States of America. We was here when the Constitution was written for um, uh, uh, the uh, formation of this country. If you looking at 1776 as uh, the formation as uh, your independence date, if that's your independence date, July 4, uh, 1776, we're indigenous. We were here then. Oh, no, we're not indigenous to the North American continent. We, my people, my people were, uh, came out of uh, Africa. And they didn't come out of Africa as slaves. They came out of Africa as people and were sold into slavery. <laughs> hey, don't get it twisted, y'all. My people came out of Africa as people and was sold into slavery. 
slaves. They're not people that were drug out of Africa as slaves. You know, they came out of Africa as people who were sold into slavery in the process. Y'all check your history out, y'all. Check your history out. We advocate out here, y'all, for reparations, financial reparations for Americans of African descent. Those born prior to 1954 was directly injured by the separate equal laws. I was born here in Georgia in 1945 without 14th Amendment protections. That injured me economically, socially. Every kind of way you can name. We was pretty much shut out of uh, white society by the Jim Crow laws that was codified into law by that 1896 uh, Plessy versus Ferguson decision at the devastated uh, millions of uh, Americans of descent. Until 1954, when Brown finally set aside those. Uh, those Jim Crow laws. When Brown finally set aside those laws that was codified in the national law by Plessy, that Brown thing wasn't just about uh, integrating some schools. It was, that was a small part of it. No, Brown, Brown set aside well, the Jim Crow laws, set aside the laws that was codified by Plessy. Uh, Plessy codified a whole bunch of junk uh, here in this country. Hey. So yeah, y'all take my new book out, Racism and Hate in American Reality. It's out there for sale on my webpage. Go to hushmoblack.com or wherever find, uh, wherever you buy your books. Go to amazon.com and uh, look for Racism and Hate in American Reality by Jimmy C. Cameron. Racism and Hate in American Reality. It's just a uh, collection of uh, documents, essays, and analysis, historical events. It's not a novel or anything. It's just a collection of uh, documents, essays, historical events that kind of trace the history of uh, the separate equal laws, the history of racism in the country as documented by uh, various uh, dignitaries of the day, of the time, who wrote about and uh, chronicle uh, events during that period from 1865 to 1954. I just uh, reprinted them out here in my book as, you know, Nothing I made up or dreamed up. I got some really uh, important work in that book. Some is rare, some's hard to find. I got some stuff by W.E.B. Du Bois that uh, he put together to present to the United Nations in 1947. Just a great, great chronicle, uh, chronicle of. Uh, the history of uh, America's African descent up to that point from 
the Civil War, from the end of the Civil War to 1947, how, uh, what their uh, status was up to that point in this country. And uh, you won't be amazed because, you know, most most people know that it was pretty dire. We lived a pretty dire uh, existence, but just to hear from someone uh, who lived it and wrote about it was uh, fascinating. It's fascinating to uh, just read, and, uh, read about it and uh, those that lived, lived uh, during that period from 1865 to 1960. And uh, you'd be amazed at some of the uh, some of the uh, injustices that uh, uh, America's African descent had to put up with. Another great, uh, a great, great uh, uh, piece of history was uh, uh, Henry McNeil Turner. Henry McNeil Turner. Uh, this guy was a giant in our community, y'all. Uh, Henry McNeil Turner. This guy was simply a giant in our uh, history uh, that few people really uh, know anything about. How many of y'all out there, uh, my Facebook friends, how many of y'all know anything about Henry McNeil Turner. Now those some of the, some some folks around Atlanta, Georgia may uh, know uh, something slightly about it because got a couple of schools and things like that named after uh, uh, Henry McNeil Turner. But very few, very few Americans uh, know that guy's story. That guy got a powerful story to tell you. Yeah. He's got a powerful, powerful story. Henry McNeil Turner. Uh, check my book out. I got his story in there. Yeah. Racism and Hate in American Reality. Henry McNeil Turner was one of the 28 uh, or so uh, legislatures that was elected to the Georgia uh, government here after uh, the Civil War during Reconstruction here in Georgia, who later was thrown out of. Uh, Legally elected officials. Uh, he was a senator here in Georgia, one of two black senators elected to uh, the Georgia legislature here in Georgia uh, during Reconstruction, Henry McNeil Turner. He wound up uh, a, a big time bishop in the Methodist Church, y'all. Uh, a big time bishop in the Methodist Church. Uh, yeah, this guy had power, y'all. Uh, this guy was powerful. He was so much for black people. That's crazy. Y'all don't know. Yeah, check his story out. Check his story out. I got it in my book. Henry McNeil Turner. Remember that guy's name. <laughs> hey, y'all. It's about 10 minutes till. We coming up on... Uh, Coming up on the end of this thing, yeah. another Saturday night, and I just got paid, as the son says. No, that's not. got paid in a while, y'all. <laughs> We've been retired since 2007. <laughs> Who paid us? <laughs> Who's gonna pay the hush money, y'all? We <laughs> we got no pay. 
We ain't got no paychecks since 2007. No, we've been retired. We got some, oh, we got a set of income. It's set. <laughs> they set that high. <laughs> and we enjoy life, you know. We retired and uh, uh, commentating. Is that a commentating on the social events that uh, affect our community. That's what we do. I don't know. It's my black form. I really enjoy our uh, time out here. Every Saturday we're out here from 7 to 9. From 7 to 9. That's the PM, y'all. In the PM. We're out here every Saturday. We really look forward to uh, being out here with you talking about what's going on in the world, what's going on in our community. the politics of today, and uh, yeah, but this uh, president of African descent, <laughs> there's no shortage of uh, uh, political strife <laughs> that we can uh, talk about. <laughs> Everything the president do, uh, there's going to be uh, some blowback. There's going to be blowback on everything this president do. Uh, that's just a fact. <laughs> Everything this president do is going to be some blowback. We got this country, the stock market, I don't know what. Stock market was something like 7500 when this guy took, uh, uh, took off himself. That thing's up to 17000 or somewhere down here. The stock market, I don't know, it's done it. Some crazy road uh, since he took office. Uh, Bill General Motors out, Bill the banks out, all the debt been repaid plus um <laughs> hey. I don't know y'all. We living in some crazy times when uh, down is up and up is down. <laughs> oh, the politician would have you believe so. That uh, they'd have you believe the great job that this president is doing is uh, is somehow a negative. Hey, if you listen to the Republicans, they'd have you believe the great job that this president is doing is somehow a negative. Uh, is some kind of negative, you know. I, you know, hey, that's what been following politics, y'all, since 1948. I was three years old. I knew something was crazy. Hey, hey, I'm serious. I, I, I know more about 1948 than some things you know about yesterday. <laughs> hey, I, uh, yeah, I remember 1948. I, I'm serious. I was three years old. I remember more things about 1948 than I do about yesterday. Sometimes. I, I, obviously, I remember yesterday. Some of the things I did. Some of them, <laughs> I'm still kind of
we all drove over from uh, from Hampton to Opelika, Alabama. Today, that would be about, shoot, I don't know, about a two-hour drive, something from here. So, but not even that. Really, it's probably about an hour and a half from Hampton, Henry County to Opelika. Probably right now, it takes me about an hour, hour and a half to drive over there. Uh, straight down 75. Straight down 85, rather. Straight down 85. It probably would take me about... Probably would take about an hour and a half to get there. Because I go down there and play uh, golf. What didn't take me that long? Probably take about an hour to get there from Henry County. Really wouldn't take no more than an hour. But that thing back then in 1948, it took us like six hours. <laughs> if I can remember, it took us about six hours to get there back in 1948. That was, you know, those cars and all that craziness was uh, that was slow going, going through uh, covered bridges and all that crazy stuff. <laughs> but I remember that to the, uh, this day. Uh, yeah, as a kid, uh, three years old, going to uh, my grandfather's funeral, and he took him back to Opelika, Alabama, to uh, bury him. And uh, that was the longest trip, the first time I'd ever been out of Georgia, you know, in, out off the farm. <laughs> really, really. So uh, that was uh, that had a uh, profound effect on me. Really, I mean, I never forgot that uh, that time. I mean, when we got to the little church over there, back in the woods somewhere, it was hot. Um, people crying and falling out and, and passing out the old, first time I remember a church fan. It was passing out the old fans, trying to fan, we were nothing but hot air. It was 100 degrees over there, some craziness. Uh, but I always remember that, uh, that, uh, that time. And uh, it uh, had a profound effect on me, uh, 1948. Uh, a lot of other things occurred that you were too besides that. We uh, just remember that so vividly, like it was yesterday. Uh, like it was yesterday. I remember that, uh, that my grandfather's funeral there. Uh Hey, y'all, it's about, uh, wow, this evening has gotten away from us. This evening has gotten away from us, y'all. We, uh, next time you see us, it's going to be after Christmas. Christmas will have come and gone. We'll be looking forward to the new, we'll be staring the new year right in the face. Uh, it's been my pleasure being with you this evening. Y'all come back and, uh, Y'all come back and uh, and uh, keep us coming next week, next Saturday. Twenty seventh of uh, December, our last show of, of the year of twenty fourteen. Hey, we uh, is not too uh, sad about this year uh, uh, passing on. <laughs> we looking forward to twenty fifteen, y'all. So, uh, y'all come back in the holler at us next week, y'all. It's been my pleasure to see you. You got me in the Hushmo. I'm driving this train here. We're just about uh, into uh, the station and uh, going to cut this thing off for this evening. Y'all be careful and have a Merry Christmas, everybody.
have a Merry Christmas, and I uh, hope that you get all that uh, you're asked to send the calls for. Until next week, y'all, uh, we're going to say ciao and see you next week. The Hushmo Black Band, advocated on your behalf by covering news and events affecting the African-American community. Check us out at the Heisman Black Forum, www.blogtalkradio.com.